Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Rich Trafalino, and these are the tech headlines for the week that was. Tuesday morning, U.S. President Trump posted on his personal Twitter account with claims about mail-in ballots. Tuesday afternoon, Twitter added a fact-checking link to the bottom of two posts. The link reads, Get the facts about mail-in ballots. The link goes to a page that says the claims are unsubstantiated, according to CNN, The Washington Post, and other fact-checkers. The post has a long list of Twitter posts from other people related to the situation. Twitter told Ars Technica the page was created and managed by its global curation team. On Thursday, the president signed an executive order instructing the National Telecommunications and Information Administration to file a petition with the FCC to review when the liability protections in Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act applied to online platforms. The order also authorizes the Federal Trade Commission to review complaints about political bias on online platforms previously gathered by the White House. It also creates a Council of State Attorneys General to investigate allegations of political censorship and instructs federal agencies to review spending on social media advertising. Facebook announced it will seek to verify the identity of accounts who have a pattern of inauthentic behavior on Facebook and whose posts start to rapidly go viral in the U.S. If verification fails or the user chooses not to verify, distribution of posts will be reduced. These unverified users would also be barred from posting to pages they administer until identified through the existing page publisher authorization process. Instagram announced it will share ad and badge revenue with IGTV creators. Ads will start showing up on around 200 English-language creator partner pages, and creators will get 55% of revenue. Instagram will rely on Facebook moderation staff to review every IGTV video before accepting it for monetization. Next month, some IGTV creators will also be able to start selling badges. The badges cost $0.99, $1.99, or $4.99, and show up before a user's name when they comment. Creators will also get all revenue from badges during this test phase, but that will eventually be shared as well. Former HTC CEO Peter Chow has unveiled a new 5G-capable VR headset through his startup XR Space, called the XR Space MOVA. It's about half the size and lighter than the HTC Vive Focus. The MOVA is powered by a Qualcomm Snapdragon 845 chipset, has 6GB of RAM, and a 4600 mAh battery. XR Spaces doesn't say anything about the field of view for its 2880 by 1440 display panel, but it has a 90Hz refresh rate and a 702 dpi pixel density. The MOVA will start shipping with a single controller designed to be used with hand tracking as the primary control method. It's listed at $599 and is coming to Taiwan and Europe. The Chinese city of Hangzhou has proposed a permanent health tracking system that would give residents a score based on electronic medical records, the results of physical examinations, and lifestyle choices like diet and alcohol consumption. The system would use a QR code on a person's phone, which is already being used to determine whether a person can enter a building or take public transit during the pandemic based on factors like temperature and travel history. The current health code is run by Alipay, but the company told CNBC it has not been contacted by any party with respect to this project. Facebook's Libra wallet, Calibra, has been rebranded to Novi and has been redesigned as a standalone app with interoperability with Facebook Messenger and WhatsApp. Novi didn't give any details on what standard transaction fees might be, and all Novi customers will need to be verified using government-issued IDs. Novi will now be operated by a new Facebook subsidiary called Novi Financial that will operate independently. Switzerland has launched its Swiss COVID contact tracing app, the first to launch using Apple and Google's Exposure Notification API. 
Swiss COVID is being piloted among hospitals, key workers, civil servants, and the army. Public availability is expected in mid-June. Meanwhile, India has announced it will release the source code of its contact tracing app, which launched in early April. The Android app source code will be published on GitHub. A bug bounty program for the app has also been announced. HBO Max launched in the United States Wednesday. Most HBO subscribers will get an app update, giving them the option to access HBO Max at no additional cost or stay with just HBO Now for the time being. HBO Max includes all of HBO, plus additional content from Warner Media, including DC movies and TV shows. HBO Max is not available on Roku or Fire TV. For new subscribers, HBO Max costs $14.99 a month, the same price as HBO alone. In a blog post, NVIDIA GeForce Now Vice President Phil Eisler announced that the company's cloud gaming service will only feature games from publishers who have opted into the service. Publishers who haven't opted in will have games removed after May 31st. Previously, NVIDIA included titles on GeForce Now without express permission of publishers, resulting in the sudden removal of titles from publishers like Activision Blizzard and Bethesda. And finally, Amazon announced that it plans to offer permanent jobs to 70% of the roughly 175,000 temporary employees brought on to meet consumer demand brought on by the COVID-19 lockdowns. Beginning in June, the company will offer 125,000 workers permanent roles, with the remaining 50,000 workers kept on seasonal contracts that can last up to 11 months. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.